0: Welcome to Greater Good Radio Hawaii, where leaders inspire leaders. Greater Good Radio Hawaii is dedicated to social entrepreneurship. I'm your host, Evan Leong, and with you is my co-host, Carrie Leong.
1: Today's guest is Henry Montgomery, Chairman, CEO, and co-founder of Montgomery Pacific Outsourcing. In addition, Mr. Montgomery serves on a number of private company boards, has also been on the board or had committee membership of six other companies who have gone public, and is an active speaker of public forums. Please welcome to Greater Good Radio, Henry Montgomery. Welcome to our show, Henry.
2: Thank you, Carrie.
1: So um, Montgomery Pacific Outsourcing, we call it MontPAC. Can you tell us a little bit more about your company and what it does?
2: delighted to do that. That's uh, my favorite endeavor. By the way, I'm also uh, on the board of two public companies and have been for some time, so I'm still doing that. Um, The uh, MONT was formed two and a half years ago to provide outsourced accounting, transaction processing, financial reporting, and financial management capability to smaller companies here in uh, Hawaii and uh, also to uh, for -for not-for-profits and uh, we've managed to, we've enjoyed some pretty good growth and, and acceptance and we're very happy with our progress.
0: So in the layman's terms, you guys are an outsourced finance department or an outsourced
2: accounting department? Absolutely, that's exactly what we are, yeah. Outsourcing is a new
1: thing, but how did you folks come about this? I mean, you know, it wasn't so popular, say, 15, 20 years ago, and you folks have been doing this for some time.
2: Yeah, well, we've been doing it here for the two and a half years, but I started a company in California 22 years ago that's still there in in the San Francisco Bay Area, Silicon Valley, and Sacramento regions, doing exactly this. The differences, though, are profound. For one thing, we never had the Internet you know that's a relatively recent uh, innovation if you will or capability we also didn't have the availability of very low cost software with its ease of use such as uh, quickbooks or other and other specialty software uh, software products for virtual mar- for for uh, vertical markets uh, and and the ability to use the internet allows you to be a global c- provider of these services which gives you some cost advantages and also the availability of qualified personnel. In our case, uh, we operate, uh, of course, here in Honolulu at Restaurant Row, where our offices are, but we have a very large group of professionals in Manila, in Makati City, uh, where uh, we have our what we call our operations center. And uh, there's some wonderful, uh, we have wonderful people, we have 33 employees, uh, uh, of, of the accounting group, which is the bulk of it, probably 27 of them, or 28, they, over half of uh, those individuals are certified public accountants. Very professional, very fine group. So can you tell us how um, you moved from your other company and then spun this company off? Well, that didn't actually happen. I mean, they're two totally separate companies. Uh, the company in California, I, I, I even know my two adult children and I, are the principal owners? Uh, we're neither. N- none of the three of us are involved anymore, and so that's under a different leadership. But we're the major shareholders. But when I when I retired, <laughs> to Hawaii, uh, you know I had a I had a period of time, a great period of time, when all I did was basically play chess with your uncle and sit in the sun, your uncle Chris. But uh, since then since I started this thing two and a half years ago, my life has been. Uh, my retirement is a joke. I have, I'm about as unretired uh, as anyone could be. So, but I started this because uh, one of my co-founders, Bernice Parsons, she and her husband were my neighbors, and uh, one day she said to me she was totally frustrated with the accounting for her own small business, a trading company, uh, where she imported uh, products from the Philippines, which is where she is from. She and her husband. And she said, you know, I'm just going to call up my accountant in Manila and let her do the accounting from now on. And I said, well, you know, you know I know how to do this, why don't we start a company? And with that uh, totally uh, unprepared, uh, obviously a comment for which I was totally unprepared, we started uh, on this path which has been uh, fantastic and, you know, it's just great fun. That's how it started, uh, we, the outsourcing in general. Uh, I started the company in California a long time ago because I saw a need for the smaller companies to have the same kind of cost-competitive accounting, financial management capability that sm- that large companies have, so that they can remain competitive. And that's even more true today because the uh, the larger companies have very significant cost advantages over smaller enterprises. Here in here in Hawaii, we're ninety five percent probably uh, small business and smaller not-for-profits. They don't get the the, uh, the economies of scale that you really have to have to remain competitive in today's world. With the downturn that we're seeing today, cost, com- comp- cost competitiveness, lowest possible cost of non-critical activities such as which everyone will agree, accounting is non-critical, except the accountants, of course. But it really isn't critical to the mission of an, of an enterprise. For instance, I'll take a not-for-profit. Their mission, of course, is to provide good things to people. Uh, if, they are, if, they, if it costs too much money to do that, and accounting can be a large part of that, their administrative costs overwhelm their ability to meet their mission. And, of course, today, when I'm sure that uh, all these uh, companies or all these, say, not-for-profits are going to face uh, pressure from uh, donations and state and federal support, it's even more critical that they have the lowest possible cost of administrative activities, and that's where we come in. I see that our ability to contribute to small businesses is just unparalleled, in my, my view. And and having good financial information, which is a part of this, having absolute and timely financial information enables you to go out and focus on selling your business, selling your mission, and contributing to your customers and your constituents.
1: Thanks, Henry. We'll hear more about that after the break. Thanks for tuning in. Stay tuned for more on Greater Good Radio. we're back from break and today's guest is henry montgomery chairman ceo and co-founder of montgomery pacific outsourcing henry on your resume you have a wide executive background from vice president of companies to president ceo positions and you know basically you started your own company um (laughs) what was the difference of being an executive in a company compared to taking that leap or that step to actually start your own company and be responsible now financially, even though that's your background financially, and responsible for all of these employees?
2: I was um, CFO uh, of very, very large companies, Fortune 100 and uh, some Fortune 200. Uh, They were all very, Somehow they were very, very challenging. A lot of, them, Many of them were turnarounds. Uh, all of them needed to have their financial organizations completely revamped and built and their systems and procedures uh, emphasized. So I did that for many, many years and finally reached a point, that, in fact it's funny, the bigger the company the less I enjoyed it. So the last company, which was huge, uh, was totally unenjoyable they the, you, you just you try to make a contribution you try to be helpful uh, and you run into all sorts of strange things politics in companies uh, you, you, you see people making decisions that have no have no are, are unsound uh, just it just is astonishing and there 's a more than just a little bit of uh, dishonesty in these large companies. If nothing else, it's the way they present themselves to the public. and we've all seen that sort of thing. All of us who you know are retired today like myself, partially retired anyway. you know, our investments, we get disappointed constantly by the, comp- the public companies that we are investing in. So I got tired of that. and I at one point retired and started working only with smaller companies. Startups, emerging companies, uh, where the spirit was so great, and it met my own personal needs for uh, the absolute integrity and and forthrightness, and des- and need to to make a contribution, to provide a benefit to the company, and I just stayed with that. And then I started also working in uh, as a as a director of major uh, public companies, which I've done for thirty some years. That is another area where you can contribute to the benefit of the shareholders, and uh, I've done that and, and very happily. So it's a it's a very satisfying thing for me. Starting my own company to contribute to the well-being of smaller enterprises has been even more satisfying. As and all these things, you know, it's not that you get away from working hard because you don't. You're going to work even harder, and of course, the financial rewards are either either zero or or something south of that or north of that, that's not why you're doing it. It's just to, and you can build a company, you can provide a terrific environment for your employees. When I started the company in California, both of my now adult children were just graduating from college. And I said, gee, why don't you come work uh, with us? My son, who was a philosophy major, said, going to work for you <laughs> you know so anyway a year later uh, he had been a stockbroker in the 87 crash hit and, and he I said, uh, look I need some help. How about coming to help?" All right, all right, I'll come and help. But I, remember, I said, "Well, I'll give you, you know, six bucks an hour or whatever it was." So, <laughs> uh, oh, you're so generous. Hey, well, wasn't he wasn't. I mean, hey, he was lucky. A philosophy major, had been a stockbroker with with Hamburg and Quest in Palo Alto, California. He's lucky I gave him an opportunity. <laughs> uh, the the short story with him was that he stayed there for seventeen years, became the president, and uh, and did a wonderful job. His sister. Uh, Graduated about the same time, and and uh, she was a marketing major. And I said, "Look, I I need a little help." And she's, "No, I'm not going to work for you, Dad." And I said, "Well, look, just come and help me out a little bit." And and uh, you know, but that was she stayed with us forever. And today she's the uh, CFO for a, a company in California that is a client of ours. So I was even able to, with great difficulty, convince her that she should use Montgomery Pacific. Uh, outsourcing services and I will tell you she's ecstatic and she's a very candid person she if she wasn't I'd hear that too so that's part of it I wanted my children to have the kind of straightforward uh, honest oper- uh, employment in a company with integrity I didn't see that in a lot of my career and so I am very pleased that that happened and of course we are you know, very close, and, and uh, my, in fact, my son just visited me last week, and uh, did you see him? Anyway, if I was at you know, he, he went to all the things last week at the university, and, and, the, and the Entrepreneur's Foundation, and uh, stuff like that, the angel investors, so fun.
1: Thanks, Henry. We'll hear more about that after the break. Thanks for tuning in. Stay tuned for more on Greater Good Radio. We're back from break, and today's guest is Henry Montgomery, Chairman, CEO, and co-founder of Montgomery Pacific Outsourcing.
0: Okay, so you decided to start a new company in your golden years, we'll call it, right? Because, <laughs> I mean you're, you mean, you're early 70s, so that's not normally the time you start companies. That's kind of the time you just oversee them. What was harder for you to start a company at the age you're at now versus when you were younger? And what was harder and what was easier?
2: Well, first of all, am I really in my early seventies? Yes, I am. <laughs> uh, th- nice of you to bring that up. You don't look a day over eighty. Yeah, thank you, Evan. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, it was. This one was a lot easier for several reasons. Number one, I'd been doing it for twenty-two years. Number two, this, and they, this, the globalization aspect is what makes it so darned interesting and so possible. To have a cost advantage is absolutely a major element. It was very hard to achieve that with the company in California. Still is today. And the Internet, with its tremendous communication skills, rather capabilities, uh, the, the ability to transmit information, documents in PDF format, to file everything digitally in an orderly way, the electronic file cabinet never have to worry about that stuff again. Now to me, as an accountant, that's exciting. So this has been very easy for me because uh, I'm so excited. I was excited before but it was too tough. It was very hard hard to get the momentum going. It eventually got there but this one has momentum from the outset. And again, you know, we are really able to help people. That's that's what's amazing about it. And And to and to demonstrate that they can do better with their businesses with the kind of support we provide so it's a it's a it's a just message it's an honest message it's a it's a significant contribution it can avoid if people know very they can be very realistic about their uh, company and their financial situation in the company uh, we can help them with you know, the banking and all the other elements of financial management. I can bring to bear my nearly 50 years of accounting experience and professional financial management to bring it to bear to a vast array of uh, clients of all different kinds and different industries, but all are small or medium-sized companies. So it's so much easier because it's so satisfying. It's 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 my, I think it's the culmination or the, it's a it's culmination of the dream I had 20-some years ago when I started the first company. I knew it was possible.
1: Thanks, Henry. We'll hear more about that after the break. Thanks for tuning in. Stay tuned for more on Greater Good Radio.
0: fine, we cool on Hawaiian time. too
1: sunshine in your mouth. For bubble tea supplies in your home, at a party or business, contact Bubble Tea Supply at 948-2622 or online at bubbletea.com.
0: Neptune too nice, the sunshine in your mouth. GreaterGoodRadio.com.
1: You're listening to Greater Good Radio Hawaii. Today, we're speaking with Henry Montgomery, Chairman, CEO, and co-founder of Montgomery Pacific Outsourcing. Mr. Montgomery serves on several private company boards, such as Innovaware Corporation, Sopa G Inc., and several more. He has also been involved in six other companies who have gone public. So, Henry, you have such a big, wide experience in the business world but you still contribute and balance your time with serving um, with community organizations and companies that are trying to go public, who have gone public. Can you share with us a little bit more about how you're balancing your life and with work as well as with the community?
2: Well another advantage to starting your company after the stage of life that I am is I don't have children to worry about. Uh, I have grandchildren but you know they they all stay in California, and they when they come to visit, I balance my life with them uh, but it, uh, other than that, my children and grandchildren are all on their own, and i don't have those uh, conflicting uh, time uh, aspects so uh, <clears throat> it's 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 much easier uh, for me to to provide to to devote more time to for example the uh, Honolulu Symphony Society, where I've been on the board for two and a half years, and I'm now chairman of the finance committee and treasurer. And, uh, you know, that has taken, as you might imagine, given the uh, the financial issues that this marvelous organization has had to face, that takes a lot more time than I ever would have anticipated. But that's part of, of what I'm able to do. Now, balancing my time... Is, uh, if I may say so, is a bit of a of a joke. I haven't, I've never been able to do that. I'm just, I'm just basically a workaholic. That's how I do it. <laughs> That's easy.
0: <laughs> Did you uh, build in the the um, community programs into Montpac,
2: or is it something that you're just doing on the side? Well, uh, I just do it on the side. I mean, my time at the symphony is is unrelated to Montpac. But what happened when they uh, the and they had no financial management all of a sudden uh, about a year ago, uh, they asked if I would be interim treasurer and I said I'll only do it if I have proper accounting because you know I'm not going to take on any financial responsibility uh, that where well, I will have to devote myself without having the ability to get the information I need to do it properly. So for many months I forget how many, but it was probably seven or eight. Uh, my company did all the accounting and financial management for the symphony pro bono. And we've just, since uh, May, have gotten a small uh, monthly uh, amount f- uh, as part of our services now. I couldn't keep going forever like that. But the symphony is a such a deserving organization, so the, the musicians are magnificent. It does take a lot of my time, and I'm delighted to do it. And I make I make myself available for that. The so same is true with the smaller emerging companies. There, I can make a tremendous contribution because I have so much experience. You're right, taking companies public, uh, being part you know being a, a large company, a corporate director, which I still am today, New York Stock Exchange listed company, and another public company. Uh, my international experience, which is vast, my. Uh, You know my global experience today. You know, uh, is uh, where I'm on the board of a semiconductor company and chairman of the board of a semiconductor company in China that's a U.S. public company. You know, uh, my audit committee experience. All these things help make these companies successful, and it's there's just nothing more satisfying.
1: (laughs) Was the involvement in these community um, organizations? Was this something you did also in California, built into the company that you had with your children, or is this something that you learned from the culture of being in Hawaii that everyone gives back to the community?
2: Well I would always have wanted to give back to the community, but the community, I lived in Silicon Valley area, um, and that is a different culture, and it is not as easy to make a contribution. I here, started out wanting to help the community because I love Hawaii so much and am so appreciative of the opportunity to be here. So, you know, I was I went on the board of the symphony. I had no intention of doing other thing anything other than making a financial a donation every year, and then I got asked to do the uh, the financial job and I took that on. Uh, it's, I, I I would do it for any not-for-profit here, to the extent my time permits, because they serve, they, 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 what they do for this community is invaluable and so necessary. So. Okay. Thanks for joining us today on Greater Good Radio. For more
0: information or a transcript of today's show, please visit us online at greatergoodradio.com. This is your host Evan Leong and Carrie Leong saying please join us next time for another episode of Greater Good Radio, Hawaii.